Welcome back to the Idle Talk Minis, and today I was getting something done for another mini I'm about to make, but I noticed that in my task, my note-taking app, task app thing, that I had a review, a full-blown review for a movie that TikTok made me watch for a series I was going to call TikTok Made Me Watch It, um, and where that stems from is just pretty much the... I thought I was a professional. What that stems from is pretty much, you ever just be doom-scrolling on TikTok? And then um, you'll uh, see a clip of a movie or a show and then you just have to swipe to the right, go on that profile and see if there's any more clips or, you know, other posts about that show. So I saw this clip and I immediately sent it to a group chat that I was in at the time because I was, I was living in Baltimore and visiting my friend Malik. And so I put in that little house group chat. I'm like, yo, we need to watch this. And I sent the link. And they're like, yeah, we're down. And then Malik went to go visit our friend. So it was just me and his housemate. And so we watched this movie called Above the Shadows. It's pretty much the same format of how I did the uh, Yellow Jacket season one and two minis where I would just take a bunch of notes, read them back to you, and then try to like boggle my brain. So we're gonna follow that same format. So Above the Shadows, um, I do vaguely remember this movie. And I think I gave it like a six. I think it was a six out of 10, just my initial rating right there but um let's get into it first we start off with a girl who's ignored by her family um and there's a cute little moment where only the mother cares for her and then the mom dies boom so we're kicking off this movie strong after the mom died the girl slowly became invincible and you're gonna ask me what do you mean by that i mean literally the parent the, the dad and the other siblings just moved on with their life as if that person never existed, which was pretty weird. So now she's an adult at this point of the movie. Um, we get to see a, um, a scene where, you know, as the girl slowly becomes invincible, that her room becomes like a storage closet. And I was like, damn, that sucks. So she's invincible. And then all of a sudden, this random guy can see her because she, at this point, we haven't found this out yet, but she's like a paparazzi person. So she'll go in, so she's invincible. She'll take photos of people and then they'll get posted. Be like, who the fuck took that? Like, there ain't no way. There's never, they could never, like, who the fuck took this picture of me with this femboy type shit? You know what I'm saying? Turns out this guy's not a random person, the bouncer in the club that um, noticed her. She did him wrong before. He used to be a super like famous MMA up and coming fighter. And then some leaked photos of him cheating on his girlfriend uh, came out and you know she was ultimately responsible for taking those photos. So now they agree to meet up the next day because she kind of was like, yo, if you can see me, that's fucking insane. Like, how can you see me? And he's like, what do you mean? You're a fucking person. He's like, no, look at this, watch me. I'll, I'll go with you to talk to your manager and I can prove to you that he won't see me and I'll, I'll even help you out. And so we get a scene in a bar where this guy is like, yo, you could do this like show and this poker show and you'll get 800 bucks a week. And then as the girl's looking over in the contract. She's like, actually, it says 1,200 on here. So and he's like, oh, I thought it was 1,200. And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, you right. My bad. So he tried to he tried to take some of my boy's money. So then he believes her. So they agree to meet up the next morning and we kind of get to know the boxing MMA guy, you know, he's got like a sad backstory. I don't really remember it. So we're going to proceed to the next note. <laughs> so my next series of notes say, um, there's a dog with a missing leg, sad face, obviously, right? And then they showed us a gym and he's like, this is where this guy learned to fight. And she said that she couldn't go into crowds because um, one time she got really, really hurt and been, she can't get medical attention. She obviously because she's invincible so she had to patch herself up she also got a, like a scar for that and i said oh my god it's raining in this scene immediately after the raining note it says are they about to fuck <laughs> and the whole movie there's just like 
this sexual tension between the two of them. And I guess it's because she's never had sex, probably. And so she's just really, really, like, horny, I guess. So there's that tension there. And so it turns out, after some blackmail and some snooping of photos, she gets that guy a fight. And it's a big fight because it's the first time he'll come back after being disgraced. And so she thinks if she can get him the career that he's always wanted, that she'll break a curse or something that made her invincible. But that's not even anywhere close to where what the actual lesson that this movie is trying to teach us here. We get a nice little training montage. And then my next note immediately afterwards is like, homegirl is trying to impress. She came dressed to impress. So I think that was pretty funny. <laughs> And my next note after that says, oh my God, he won the fight. And the reporter's asking him, why is he not celebrating? And then he looks at the reporter and he's like, oh, I plan on celebrating. And then I put, they're having a cute little date on the deck. And I have these little hand covering emojis. <laughs> because they did fuck. They end up fucking on the deck. My next note is a little weird after they have the little like hand emoji thing. It says, just because people don't see you doesn't mean you don't exist. And I think that was... Um, playing on the part of that there was a paparazzi on the deck with them after because obviously it's a big deal that he won and then he took a photo of, her, of them and you can't see her you can't see her at all and it, she's like a blur like a black blur and um, I think that was that was where I got that like a little like life advice from so just because people don't see you doesn't mean you don't exist, fam. My next series of notes goes the following. Oh my God, our homegirl is blackmailing the next fighter so he can fight our boy. I said, our girl Holly is head over heels for this guy. So apparently the main character's name is Holly. And I said, not his ex hitting him back up. And I said, oh, she's a little jealous. She's hating, she's hating on the ex hard right now. No, no, I actually, the ex was hating on the, like, yo, who's that, who's the girl? Who's that girl? Like, what, like, are you still not hung up over me? Like, what are you, like, what's up? And he's like, bro, relax. Like, I'm doing me, pretty much. That's how that conversation went. And then, after he hangs up, and then she's like, yo, I just wanna see you home. Like, I miss you, and like, I just wanna, like, be friends. And then that makes our boy conflated. So we hate our boy at this point. So now, after he, that she secured a fight, he beat her. He beat him. Imagine he beat her. He beat the guy because she blackmailed him hard because he had sex with an underage girl. I think she was like in the 10th grade or something like that. So she was blackmailing him with that. Yo, you gotta throw the fight. You can't. You can't. You can't actually think you're gonna win this. And he's like, and then so there's like this tension in the fight. He's like, yo, I can't believe you like this. And he's like, huh? I'm gonna beat your ass what do you mean and so our boy doesn't know anything about this exterior like blackmailing up to this point so he wins that we don't even know if he was gonna win it originally but the guy ended up throwing the fight because he have she has this information on him so she tries to go and blackmail the next fight and she can't do you know why look at me do you know why she can't because that man is a wholesome man he takes care of his mom he has a nice apartment he goes out and he and he jogs and she can't get any dirt on this guy. She can't even like go into his bathroom because she's invincible still. Like she can't take pictures of any drugs or any medicine because this guy is literally taking his vitamins and walking his dog and taking care of his grandma buying buying them groceries and shit. So she can't she can't be like I can't even know I can't even do nothing right now. And my next two notes are like oh my god, his sister oh no oh my god the main character's sister is pregnant. So. Um, she was snooping in like her sister's house. She was like, "Oh, I'm gonna grab some clothes. I'm gonna get. A, I'm gonna go do on a go on a cute date or whatever." And uh, she sees the pregnancy test, and then the um, 
the sister throws it in the garbage after she takes it. And then she goes and she sleeps in somebody's garbage. And she's like, oh, my sister's pregnant. That's crazy. And then immediately after that, that note says, oh, my God, her new man is on a date with his ex. And so she goes and she finds out and she sees it. She's like, oh, what the fuck is happening? And then he's like, whoa, it's not what it looks like. And then, you know, you know, like classic trope in movies where like, like oh, I don't even want to talk to you. And, you. and she runs away type shit. So that's what really happens. <laughs> my next series of notes goes, oh, my God, their first fight. Elmeo, not are you spying on me? The drama in all caps. And he just found out at that point that she was fixing his fights for him. He was like, whoa. What do you mean? Like, uh, like uh, I've worked so hard to get back to where I gotta be. Like, you, I thought you were just scheduling these fights for me. And she was like, nah. And he was, he was very upset. He and I, and I put, I put appropriate response because, it, like, if you, if you was a washed up MMA guy and you thought your hard work was finally paying off, and it turns out it wasn't because this girl was using blackmail and her special abilities to do that, I would feel some type of way too. And so I, I labeled that as an appropriate response. And then I put immediately after that, oh my god, tag girl montage because. As, as in any movie that, that has followed this trajectory of events as I told them to, of course there would be a sad girl montage. After that, I said maybe Holly needs to look deeper into her past because maybe the riddle isn't about making amends with who she wronged. My next note says she just went off on him and he was like, I didn't say that. And he's right because he did ass didn't say that because I was taking notes. So I don't know how she thought she could gaslight my boy, but... Mission not accomplished, bitch. Oh my God, and there was a moment where she was raging and Shorty broke the last thing her mom gave her and I put unhinged. And Malik's uh, housemate is like a super smart person and like a doctor or something. I don't know what they do, but they were like, she probably has a process her mom's death from an adult brain. That's a literal quote that I wrote down. And I was like, hmm. That sounds pretty smart. And after that unhinged like moment, she goes to look at herself in the mirror and guess what? Guess what, I'll, I'll pause, guess what? She can't see herself in the mirror anymore. So I was like, what the fuck is even happening right now? You know that guy that she's been blackmailing people for? Turns out she goes to his place to try to like make amends, apologize, talk before his big fight with that wholesome guy I was telling you about earlier. But turns out our homeboy can't even see her anymore. So now she's like triple, double omega stress because she's like, I can't see myself. People couldn't see me before. And now this guy who could see me before can't see me anymore. So she was, she was losing her fucking mind. In that process of like losing her mind, she was like, talking like shit about her mom saying why did you leave me you know as ungrateful children do um and i said girl you gotta process this hurt that's literally what my next note says girl process this hurt please she just goes and tries to snoop in on her sister again and she's in the bathroom the sister and her man who is like a like european like bike salesman or something like that something weird like they made a note of it like that he was like not from this country or something but um so they're talking with each other in, in the bathroom and then the sister goes and tips over the fucking garbage where the pregnancy test was and there's a pregnancy test comes out because the sister was always worried. She's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to have a baby. I'm not ready. Da, da, da. And then the guy's like, oh my God, we're going to have a baby. That's so fucking cool. And um, so she has a brother. She has a brother and he's like a weirdo. He takes like videos of people's knees. Don't, don't get me started on that. Now, I, haven't meant, I haven't written a note on that, but I do remember that. But like, you know, I haven't like taken note of that because I feel like all that weird shit could have just been taken out. And so she helps her brother talk to his crush because he has videos and videos and videos 
of like her passing by every single day and, and she's noticed like she's picked up on her that he kind of likes her and so she trips the fuck out of this bitch like just boom, she falls down and he runs out of his house he tries to help her up and then they have a little moment and then I guess it's a happily ever after because maybe they just like talk and go on a date and shit but he, she tripped the fuck out of this girl just randomly like out of nowhere which I thought was funny as fuck but she just dropped her ass real quick and then this is the message the movie is trying to convey to us all right, so it's now because she's making amends with people, even though technically she didn't really wrong them. She goes with her dad and he, she notices that he's like doing work and then he gets off of it and he, he's starting to go somewhere. She's like, dad, where are you going? And then he drives over to his mom's, uh, to her mom, his ex-wife's site. And then she has a, a fucking like pivotal moment in her character development here. And she realized that she was not the only one who lost her mother and she selfishly thought that kind of like that she was the only one who was hurt by it but clearly like they, she has a sister a brother and her father and it's it's showcased in a way where we were to believe that it was their fault you know that like they didn't really care about this girl but it turns out that maybe she was just so upset and so like bitchy I want to say like that she didn't really care about other people's emotion and how to uh, process their trauma instead of uh, processing it together. Um, she kind of maybe just push herself away and in turn like erasing herself completely from this family. And then we get to the very end of the movie. So we're back at our boy, you know, our MMA guy. Uh, we're back at his fight and he wins, right? But he's getting his ass beat before that. And then she runs in the ring and she's like, yo, you can do this, like you got this. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing in here? And then they have like a little moment together. Event, like in that moment that they're, she's like, he's like, what are you doing here? She's like, you can see me? He's like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing here? And she's like, well, you know, good luck. You know, I'm sorry I couldn't come. Blah, 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 blah. Turns out the whole fucking stadium can see there's a random fucking woman in there. And then the people are like, is that girl on his team? Why is she in there? Like move, bitch, like get out the way, like type shit. And then so they, they take her out of the ring and he eventually wins. And he's like, no, no, she's with me. I'm sorry, you know, it's a big mix up. And then um, she has a moment with his ex and she's like, yeah, I realize like that, that you don't want me back. You want, you like that girl. So go get your girl. And he's like, all right, bam, I'm about to go get it. And then I put my next note, not the spell being broken. And so after all of this, right? Right? People see her and the spell's broken, whatever spell it was. And it's, I'm like, at the end of this movie, I'm like, why did, why did like everybody like forget about her, right? She, she can finally see her sister, her brother, her dad, and they're like, oh my God, where you been? And she's like, she's like, oh, I've been gone. Like type shit. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Where have you been? For like you, it's, it's like she's never existed. And for her, she's just been in fucking limbo for the whole, for her entire life pretty much. And I, and I didn't like that ending. I was like, this is, I, I'm like, I have more questions than I did um, walking into this. But that was above the shadows that TikTok made me watch. Uh, because that one fucking clip of like in the bar scene, that's what got me. I'm like, we gotta go watch this. This movie sounds dope as fuck. Um, and it was a six out of 10 and I don't regret it. You know, I don't regret watching it and I don't regret giving it this rating, but that was today's Idol Talk Mini. I got a ton of stuff right here that you can't see that I'm gonna get ready for to record. But other than that, um, I'll see you on the next one. And follow me on Letterboxd as I'm gonna fucking try to make a review for Letterboxd on my phone on my phone right now. So, see you later.